this morning I'm going to talk to you guys about the F word. Um, yeah, there's there's a few that you can say in church. Um, there's going to need some explaining behind some of them. Some of them you'll get, others we won't say, um, but hopefully you guys will stay with me. Um, I'm, I'm going to read a lot from Luke 4, um, 14 through 30. We're going to focus in on a couple of scriptures, but I also want to read 13. Um, so let's get into this, right? So we're going to talk today about favor. And I know um, from January 1st to the 31st, we we take the, the entire month during a day to fast. Uh, we pray, we um, put our petitions forth. We thank the Lord for the time from the last year, and we just kind of set ourselves up for the year ahead. So here's kind of where we are. Um, during my first couple of days, uh, during my prayer time, and I'm, I'm, I'm with my time, and I want to talk about, like, I, I want to give thanks. And you know, the only words that keep coming when I'm giving thanks is, F words, right? It's fear, it's fretful, it's fighting. Um, and all of these kept coming, like I'm trying to pray to God and give thanks. And these are the words that are coming up and I knew it wasn't right. So I guess probably by day 12, he's like, where's your favor? I'm like, what? Favor? Where's your favor? He's like, you need to start digging into the Bible, find these words and read. And this is what we're going to talk about for now more. I'm like, all right, Lord, whatever you want. So here I am today. And I, and I want to share with you, um, to my fault, sometimes I'm extremely transparent. I share a little bit too much. My husband will tell me I need to start playing stuff uh, close to the vest. Um, I have a girlfriend that tells me I need to hold my, hold my cards in, um, and I never, you know, you don't realize that until one day you're actually playing cards and the guy next to you is like, hey, I see you got two aces, but another story. So here I am, transparent, going to talk to you about what I went through. I'm going to read you an entire scripture. Um, it's going to be long, so bear with me a little bit. Um, so here we go. So in Luke 4, this is a story about Jesus in the wilderness, 40 days. Um, he's on the cliff talking to the devil. So he's talking to the devil. And the devil is trying to tempt him every opportunity he can. And he's talking, uh, so this is right, Luke 4, right? So, and he's talking to him and he says, well, if you are the son of God, then make this rock, a make this rock bread. And Jesus says, a man cannot live by bread alone. And I love it. Like, I have a 13-year-old that's totally sarcastic. And this sounds like something she would say, right? A man can't live by bread alone. Um, so he goes on, and there's so many temptations in Luke 3 and 4. Um, he talks about uh, proving yourself. Uh, the devil's like, well, if you are who you say you are, then prove it. And, and Jesus says... I don't have to prove anything to you. I am who I am. Luke 4 and 14. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and the news about him spread throughout the countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he, be, where he was brought up, and on the Sabbath he went into the synagogues, as was his custom, and stood up and read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, unrolling it, he found a place where it was written, 18. In the spirit of the Lord is on me, 
because he has anointed me, I proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind and set the oppressed free. 19 says, and we'll be back on this one, proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, sat down, the eyes of everyone in the synagogue fastened to him, and he began and he began saying to them, Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And I'm just gonna pause here for a minute. And we know that hearing comes by the word of God. Right? So I gotta come back. I gotta come back to this. I'll be back. Okay, so 22. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? He asked. So Jesus is trying to explain. So they're, they're saying to Jesus at this point, we don't care. You're just that little kid that used to run around here, kicking rocks, rolling around on the floor, doing whatever. We, we don't have anything. We don't want to hear anything that you have to say. I want to point out something here. So we went back. We have to go back, right? So in 19, to proclaim the year of the Lord is in your favor. Then he rolled up the scrolls and gave it back to the attendant, and he sat down. Now, here's the picture. I can show you stuff better than I can explain it to you. So here's my stories, right? I'm going to give you a very visual story. When we talk about when something's finished, and I'll, I'll talk just myself. When I'm done work, when I'm done all my housework, when I'm done cleaning, when I'm done doing the kitchen, whenever, da, 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 what do I do? I go in the living room and I sit down. I'm done. I'm not doing another thing. I joke with the kids. I say, I'm off duty. Go find your dad. I sit. I relax. When the Lord sits, he's not tired. He's finished. How many times have we heard the Lord sits on the throne? He's done. Remember that when we're, when we're talking and the Lord, you think he's tired of you hearing you complain. He's listening to you. He's sitting back. He's, he's got his ears open and he's listening to what you have to say. Let me go back. Okay. Um, so in Luke 14, we're in Luke 4, 13, the devil, when the devil had finished all of his tempting, he left him. Jesus said, Jesus has been out there for 40 days and night. He's doing this for not only for his preparation of his own ministry which is about to take center stage it seems important and if you don't realize that the announcement of god's favor came upon him after a season of testing jesus you might recognize god's favor in your life now uh, now but let's read this again so we don't misunderstand it when the devil was finished with all of his tempting he left until an opportune time luke 4 and 13. it doesn't mean it's over there's one thing about every battle in your life. It won't last forever. If you're in a blessing right now, enjoy it. Because you know that there will be another battle. And if you're in a battle right now, endure it. Because there will be a blessing at the other side. We so many, so many times we want to say, oh, my husband laughs at me. That season of my life wasn't good. And we don't ever say that out loud. I probably did because he jokes with me. We, we, we say, man, I wish I could just forget that. I wish that part of my life never happened. Let me tell you something. If that part of your life never happened, you would not be the person you are today. And when you look back, you made it through. Why would you ever say, and now you have... You have stories, you have a testimony. You can minister to other people. If you had a struggle in your life, whatever the struggle was, you can now talk to other people about that. 
If you give the honor to God and he brought you through it, this is your testimony. This is favor. Favor doesn't come by a parking spot. Favor doesn't come by a discount on, on shoes. Um, favor doesn't come by like, we cheapen it at this point. Favor is what, what Jesus did for us. He spent 40 days in the wilderness so he can take on sin. So there's things, so, all right, let's keep reading. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. Um, so I went back, right? I kept going back and forth with the scripture because I didn't understand what it meant to me and I needed it to, to make sense to me. So here's where I am. How the enemy tempted Jesus in the, in the wilderness. This is, this is what you understand. He stood in his synagogue. He stood in the church and he spoke to the people who knew him and God showed him that favor was in both places. I saw that favor was with him when he was in the wilderness, when the devil was tempting him. I saw that there was favor in the synagogues where he was preaching the words and they were listening. I saw that when the favor happened, it's not contingent about, upon the place that you are. The favor can find you anywhere. That's why you don't have to compare it. Here, here's the best thing. How do you, um, who has the, we live in, in New Jersey, who has the best, pe the best pizza in New Jersey, in Southern Jersey? We can go back and forth all day long. I could never point out, your, your opinion's gonna be different than mine. Um, certain people make it a certain way. You can't find a good friend unless you're looking in a certain place. Is that true? No. Like it's going to happen anywhere. It doesn't matter of the place. When favor comes to you, you're going to know it. But the favor of God can be found anywhere you look for it. And the same favor that enabled him to endure isolation and testing in the wilderness was the same that enabled him to proclaim the truth in the synagogue. And when you find the favor anywhere, or, or maybe the better way to say it is that favor can find you. So, so here we are. Transparent me. There are some times where I wasn't looking for God's favor. I was just out doing whatever it is that I was doing. Um, my flesh was weak. My tears were falling. My hope was foggy, faded, fuzzy. I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing. And his favor came and it came quickly and his grace came with it and here came love and then came mercy and then came favor. I wasn't looking for these things. And let me tell you what happened. I wasn't praying about them. I wasn't even thinking about this. And here's what happened. There was a point where favor found me. Just showed up. The Lord said, you need me. Let me show you the way. Let Come with me. This is what's going, we're gonna do. And he just plain as day led me to whatever the circumstance was, circumstances. And I've had many of times where I was in way too deep and the Lord pulled me out. And this was, let me tell you what happens. So every Sunday we sit here, we pay our tithes, with, whether you're in church paying your tithes or you're doing it online, offerings. And we, gosh, years ago, we said that we need to start naming these things. When we're when we're we're not bucket plunkers, right? We're not just dropping the the envelope in the bucket or just typing it in online and just sending it off into the abyss. We need to start naming these things. I remember years ago, I would name, gosh, twenty years. 
I would name these things. I would name them my children, which I have four now. I named them my children. I named them my husband. I named them success. I named them favor. I named them forgiveness. And these are things, and these are things that I named seeds that I knew one day I would have to harvest. I would have to. And there were times I wasn't even thinking about harvesting crops. You know, my seeds, and planting my seed, they're going to grow, I'm going to pick them off the tree. I wouldn't even think about it. And the Lord's like, hey, you're over here frightened. You're over here fearful. You're over here fighting with people. What about that seed you, you sowed? What about that favor that you asked for? What about, what about all those things that you did in the past? Like, let's forget the past, like those bad things. Let's talk about these seeds that you sowed and let's start picking these seeds. Let's start naming them, proclaiming them and calling them what they are. We're going to call them finished. You're going to go take your seat. You're going to sit down. We're going to get this done. What? I could do that? I'm loud. That's okay. Yes. We're, child, we're children of the most high God. Why can't we do these things? This is what we're taught. These are the things that we reach out for. These are when, when favor finds us. This, those seeds are going to come back to us a hundredfold. This is all the things that, that we accumulate when we go to church, all this knowledge that we have, and we forget to put it in the action all of a sudden when someone's attacking us. Stop. Hold on. I'm going to sit down right here. I'm going to let the Lord handle this because I'm a child of the most high. So in this year, 2021, the goodness and mercy of the Lord is following us. It's going to follow me. He already told me the first time I step out of line, he's going to get me. I only need to be told once. I have... I have a boss that I adore, I absolutely adore, and he talks about the proverbial table. Um, and he tells me all the time, he's like, I don't know what you're questioning, you have a seat at the table. And it's funny, because when I see the table, I see something a little different. I see a table presented before me with my enemies. And these people aren't my enemies, not at work, but just I'm just saying, if a table before me is set, I'm taking my seat, and I'm gonna listen and I'm going to hear what God has for me. And I'm going to say, if I'm sitting at this table, I'm being fed. I'm being fed favor. I'm being fed grace. I'm being fed mercy. And I'm going to indulge in every little bit of that. And I'll tell you, I'm tired of being this on effort, but I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of not doing. I'm tired of not being able to. And we get in our own way and our words get in our own ways. And we got to think about the things that we're saying that are coming out of my mouth. And when the favor of God is upon us, there's, there's no more. There's no more action or reaction. It's just the Lord. And when we can wrap our arms around that, I want to talk to you. I want to just continue these couple of little things. Um, I, wanted, I, I want you to know that the favor of God that was with Jesus, with Jesus, that was with Jesus at the resurrection was also with him in the wilderness. That same favor came to Mary that was Jesus's mother in the womb is that same favor that's with you, that, that has been with you since the beginning of your life, not since you've been born again, but since the beginning of your, but since the beginning of your life, that same favor is with you. Same favor different place right favor with a mask on favor without a mask on it doesn't matter if you're wearing a mask i want to ask you to keep your mask on 
but it's the same favor. Same favor, different place. You're gonna get favor in church, whether you're in church or on YouTube or on rwolfc.tv, you're getting the favor. These are these are words that, that the Lord has given to us that we share with you. And you have to be able to, to take heed and, and glean from the message, whatever you will. But the, the, the word is the favor, right? And, and we're giving you the opportunity. We could have closed up and been like, sorry, can't get into the building, can't have service anymore. It's been nice. Good luck. We'll pray for you. But instead, our pastors made a way. We made a way to continue to get the word out, to continue to be in front of you and say, hey, it's okay. We're going to get through this together. We're here for you. We're an email, a text, a phone call away. We're a video chat away. We are a, uh, what are we calling this? A media stream away. But we're here, right? So it's the same favor same favor if we were sitting in a pew and the same favor that we're sitting here looking at the TV screen or phone or tablet, whatever you're on. Same favor, different place. So here, but I wonder, and I said it out loud this morning and I, this, I said it out loud. Does familiar, when you're familiar with something, whatever that word is, the ends in L-Y, does this word stop you sometimes from, from hearing? If you're already familiar with, some, with something, if you're already familiar with something and you're hearing it again, do you, oh, I know that. Favor, talking about favor, or talking about love again. My love walk is fine. Forgiveness, I'm good. I'm not listening. Are you too familiar with something? Is, is God's favor the reason? Was, was the f familiarity the the enemy of God's favor and the reason? So here, it, it brought me to here, right? Because now I wanted to know the question. Where else is the scripture in the Bible? Like, did I hear this before? It sounded familiar. When he stood up and he said, when Jesus stood up and he said, hold please. In Luke 4 and 18. The Spirit of the Lord is with me because he has anointed me. He has proclaimed me to, to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim uh, the prisoners are free, right, and, and the, the recovery from the, from the blind, and set the oppressed free, comma, comma. There's more, there's more. Because in Isaiah 61, 1 and 2, Hundreds, year, hundreds of years before Jesus. Jesus said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Oh, that sounds familiar. He said, he sent me to blind, to bind up the brokenhearted. Oh, sounds familiar. To proclaim freedom from the captives or release the darkness of prisoners to pro proclaim the year of the Lord in favor. That all sounds familiar. Comma. I didn't hear the comma before. We came after the comma. There wasn't. But here in Isaiah, and the Lord and the day of the vengeance, vengeance is our God's. Does this sound familiar? Like we've heard this. And here's what happened. So in, sorry, we did this. So in Luke 18, it's the same verse, and it's powerful. He said to proclaim the year's Lord of the, the, the year of the Lord's favor. But we, in this powerful, right, it doesn't talk about the vengeance. In Isaiah 20 and 61 and 2, the prophet, hundreds of years before, is what said the same thing. And what he wants to hear and what the guys were wanting to hear in the synagogue, the people wanted to hear in the synagogue, is he wanted to hear about the vengeance. They wanted to hear about the vengeance. And he stood up and unrolled it and, and unrolled it, right? We did, we did this. You guys know the story. Um... 
So in verse 22 of Luke 4, Luke 4, they stopped listening. At that point, they had shut down. They were no longer hearing with their hearts, right? The word comes from hearing. Hearing with your heart, your, your, your spiritual heart. They were still hearing with their ears. They didn't care what he had to say at that point. And I love this. The scripture says they were waiting. No, I'm sorry. They were waiting for vengeance. They were waiting to hear the part about the vengeance. Jesus came to save the people that they wanted to wipe out. He, he came to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. He did it, and he, he came to fulfill the vengeance of God, and sin has been punished, and the shame that had been dealt with, but he took that on himself, so we didn't have to. And this is what they, and this is what they missed, right? And there's, I'm going to go back one more time, and then I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, the good, and this is the good news of the gospel. He came to talk about the good news of the gospel, to set free the captives. So he didn't have come to put this all on us. He came to take this all on himself. And in his favor, this is his favor, and this is what he said. Now take this gospel, drink of my blood, and receive the word. And he sat down. He was done. But look, so back here, and I, I kind of skipped over because I couldn't say the names of these uh, these towns. In 30, so in, in Luke 4 and 28, all the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard of this. They got up drove him out of town, took him to the brow of the hill, which the town was built on, in order to throw him off the cliff. Jesus said, he got up and walked right through the crowd and was on his merry way. In 30, it says, but he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. You don't think that he's going to make a way for us? He hung on the cross for us another time that he did what he said he was going to do. He was finished. He was done. See, now he sits on the... He sits. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. He's sitting. He's not out there still working. He's not out there doing all this stuff for us. He's not still... Well, he's fighting the devil for us, but he's not out there fighting the devil. But I got to tell you, in the seasons that you're in, when you go through them, you have to remember that the favor is going to be with you. You just have to be able to accept it. And I need you to know what he did for us. This, he brought us through this year last year, and he's bringing. And look, a turn of a calendar isn't going to make a difference, right? If we were January now, we're, we're January now, we're February. It's not going to make the difference. When we start talking about being blessed, we have to say thank you and thank you for the favor. And when we're done, we're just going to sit down like the Lord and be finished with it and wait to receive the favor that the Lord has given you. Given you. I hope in this time that I talk really fast, that you were able to understand the things that I was saying and, and you understand that the Lord is here for you. And we pray for you and we thank you very much. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We'd like to thank you for joining us in our service on today. And before we leave, we'd like to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your savior. It is as simple as A, B, C. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family.
Giving is a part of your worship. Giving is a reflection of the love that you have for God. Father God, bless those that are giving and thank you for their generosity and answering their prayers. Amen. Thank you.